we did a little bit of traveling together. Uh, we had a good time. <laughs> that was a uh, nice time. We had yeah. Betsy. Oh yes, Betsy, Betsy, the, the, the great, the greatest uh, car, greatest car of all time. Oh, I love Betsy. She got us everywhere. Yeah, no, no, exactly. <laughs> I don't know how many miles she's done in her life. I don't know how old was she, how old was Betsy? Ah, uh, she was an old lady. I think she had like twenty years or so, maybe. But yeah, at sure. least twenty, at least 20. something like that. Yeah, she did. She did really well. How much did you buy her for? Uh, what was it? Like was it a twenty dollars something like or fifty? At an, <laughs> so, like, at, at an auction where it was an at um, car auction. <laughs> yes, the it was the uh, auction for roadworthy shit boxes. <laughs> shit boxes. That was, <laughs> oh, Australia. It wasn't a shit box though. It was a beauty. No, it wasn't a shit box. It was. It didn't didn't break down once. One not once. Nope. Nope. Like, I think it was closed sometimes, but it didn't. Yeah, it was very and I sold it for two grand. That's what, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like we drove from all the way to Cairns, all the way down to Brisbane. No, no break. We didn't break down. You bought it for twenty dollars. We went everywhere with it, and then <laughs> sold it for two grand. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that was oh. and that was such a like. All of a sudden, I had a car and a responsibility. Yeah. All of a sudden, you can't just leave it. Even though you were just bought it for $20. <laughs> it's like, well, what to do now? Oh. Just go with it. So after Australia, what, what, what did you do? Um, I went to study in, in, in Maastricht in the Netherlands. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, European studies. Yeah. How long was you there for? For two and a half years, I had one semester in Istanbul, one mm. semester abroad, Erasmus. Um, but yeah, three years. Wow! And like three years bachelor, that was a nice, like a nice little town. Uh, you can get, get go everywhere by bike. Uh, you get to know everybody basically because it's just like it's small. Every, yeah. After people there, or like everybody in your bubble is is a student, and you have just all those I don't know students, student conversations and the student feeling because you just at house party all the time. There's not much like clubs or those kind of things going on but they just meet at other people's places yeah they actually made it pretty nice so you had a good time in maastricht 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 yes maastricht is awesome like i highly recommend everybody to to go there oh, okay it's a nice, okay. A nice uh, quaint little place and the yeah the, the german and belgian border <laughs> so and, and you spent some time in istanbul you say mm-hmm uh, six months or so, like six months like in Istanbul. What was that yeah, like? That was also like Istanbul is the best place in the world, probably. Really, I love like, Istanbul. It's you know just what? super. Yeah, yeah. I've I've had a few friends say like it's it's a different. It's amazing. It's just like you got two different cultures, like there. It it's, is it's incredible. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't even say two. It just like it feels like a like it's a city, but it feels like it's a country within a country. Because there's so many different people and so many different mindsets uh, that just within that city, like then there's those very conservative parts of Istanbul where like people just wearing, like they're fully covered basically and they're extremely, I don't know, like just religious and um, and, and, uh, and the way they behave. And then mm -hmm. there's other parts where there's 
mostly young people where I live. Um, there's basically two parts called Besiktas and um, I know the football Adikray. team. And yeah, like the, the football team, there's actually, there's a lot of young people, like a lot of progressive people. And then you see them like where, where, like, I, almost wearing, trying to wear as little as possible also to make a statement in a way. Yeah, yeah. Rebelling. Just because you don't want to be one of those who's like, uh, like those religious fundamentalists or whatever they perceive. Yeah, I know what you mean. But and that's, it's interesting because that's just like a clash of cultures. And then there's so much more and then there's, complete chaos but eventually you kind of get to understand it how how things work within the chaos and it's that and it's just uh, there's so much to do so much culture like so much history and like it's amazing for going out yeah, it's just a really good place and i had erasmus there too so that also always helps because you just have like a free spirit uh, adventure yeah. Yeah. It must. It, it looks cool because if you think about, it, like you said, <clears throat> you, it's a country within a country. You got all them cultures together, and you have it's like the gateway from you got Europe and then you have Asia, and it's like yeah, these two, exactly. these two different, totally different cultures. And, but it's not even just two different cultures, like you said. It's like all these different European cultures coming to coming together. Mm. Then all these Asian influenced cultures. It's crazy. It's just and it's just all mashes together. So it's it looks like yeah. an incredible place. Everyday life is nice because when you want to, I lived on the Asian side. When I wanted to get go on the European side, I had to take I had to take a ferry. Yeah. And then on the ferry, you get like a little tea. They call it chai there, mm-hmm. and or like you buy it for like one. Um, what was it? Uh, lira? Is it? Yeah, like lira, that? lira. Yeah. Um, and it's just nice, you know. And then there's people playing music on the ferry. Sometimes the the sun is setting also, and like you just have this beautiful atmosphere um, and it's just part of city life basically yeah yeah and it's just so much fun to to just live there even though it's loud and can be that part can be stressful like every morning i was woken up by some dude i think he's collecting trash and he was mm. like right below our window always yelling and like he was going through the streets and then basically yelling in turkish <laughs> trash trash pickup <laughs> trash pickup and every morning and like Five o'clock or six o'clock, I was like, "Fucking hell, this guy is the worst." Like, I want him to die, and that was every morning. But so, um, uh, but so, you know, that's those are the little, little things. Yeah, Istanbul sounds good. So after Istanbul, you've uh, you went back obviously, and then you were studying. Uh, you finished your studies, and then mm-hmm. that's that's where um, I kind of lost track of you a little bit because I, w- I was keeping tracks of you. I was, I was watching what you was doing, Nikki. I care about you. I was just watching. <laughs> so I was making sure you was okay. Just checking you was all right. So after you, yeah. you, you finished in uh, the Netherlands, what, what did you do then? I went to Brussels. Was that right away? Yes, I think I went to Brussels to start to, I did an internship in the European Parliament. Oh. Um, yeah, wow. that was that, nice. That must have been an experience. Yeah, that was really interesting too. Um, it, it worked at a MP, MEP's office, mm-hmm. um, and that was just nice to see, like the whole how things work, how Brussels works, because you know even though I studied European studies, it's still kind of this. Uh, I don't know. You hear Brussels, and then everybody like you don't really know how things really work, and it yeah, seems like yeah. far away. Like that's like this. Every Brussels is always this. They do make rules, but we don't really understand what they do, kind of thing. <laughs> and um, 
it was really interesting to see the inner working. And then there's also, there's so much going on in this parliament, so many discussions behind the scenes. And also just like every day there was like workshops I could go to, people discussing all sorts of issues and having like inviting experts on that issue and then this issue. And I could just go everywhere because I was an intern and I would, they, my office encouraged me to go and basically soak everything up. Wow. And that was nice. And then just to see how the different, I don't know, like because the other, like it's not like other um, uh, parliaments where there's a majority or a coalition mm. and they basically, the government makes the, like the dictates whatever they want to do. Um, there it's kind of not like that. So there's, basically always have to try to get a majority on, on every issue. Oh. Um, so you that, so that's really interesting. So yeah, then that's on, very interesting. You, yeah. So on, even if you're a little party, some, you, to, you can be the, the kingmaker on some issues or like, not, um, and you can, we can be the deciding vote. So it's always nice that you basically, uh, you could always try to, even if you're like a smaller party where you normally would be a clear opposition party, you can still, I would say influence more in the European Parliament. Than yeah, you still got a voice. Yeah, they, they, they yeah, still so have a voice. They're going nice. to be hurt. Yeah, I see. A lot of people yeah. don't know that. Yeah, I, I, but I don't want to go into politics right now. So uh, yeah, that's we'll, too much. We'll, yeah, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll stay away from that. <laughs> uh, nothing happened in the last couple of years. <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> oh, too much happened. Too much. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Let's not go there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So you've you've done your internship. You've, it sounds like to me, you're nice. Your like your early twenties were just awesome. Like you've been everywhere already, all over Europe, Australia. Um, you've worked in Parliament in, in, in the EU. You know in, in Brussels. So it just yeah, sounds, you've done a lot. A lot. That was fun. All of those places were fun and fun in a different way. Each place has its own. Um, beauty and 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 everything is interesting in its own way. Sure, like Istanbul is interesting for completely different reasons than Brussels, for example, or Maastricht. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's completely different to also move on places again. So yeah, like it's nice to having been there for sure. And then is that when you went to uh, South America? Yes, after um, Brussels, I I also thought again I wanted to do something completely different. I felt like, all right, let's now, let's get out of the office again. Let's try to do, uh, learn a language. I wanted to learn a language again. So I wasn't, sh I always, I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to learn Arabic or Spanish. Arabic. I had considered that for a while. Yeah. Um, also because my office, we had dealt a lot with the Middle East. Because mm. my, my, um, my, the, the MEP I worked for, she was, um, uh, doing a lot with human rights and then like human rights violation in the Middle East that was a big part of her work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I was, and I really, I w always has been interested in, in that anyways in the um, Middle East. So I thought Arabic would be a nice thing to learn, but then I, I don't know, I've supplied some places uh, that didn't work out. And in the end, I think I'm pretty f I'm happy how, how it worked out because I think Spanish is easier to learn it's a really beautiful language. Yeah, Fun it's to very talk. beautiful. It's probably my favorite um, language. Yeah, it might be, might be my favorite language. It's together with Italian, probably. 
Italian and Spanish, yeah, they're joined yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. They're kind of they're similar in a way, but they're both they've got this. Uh, there's something about the 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 way they speak and how things how the words sound, yeah. the word everything sounds beautiful. <laughs> That's true. But Italian, I feel like they're always kind of like a like a little bird, like there was like a little bit of singing. Nah, da da. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. But yeah, then I just, I then I went Chile. Um, yes, Chile. To, to teach, to teach uh, English. Um, yeah, and that was awesome. Like first week, we there was all sorts of volunteers from all over the place. Um, mostly the US, a lot of British people, some Indians, um, some Pakistanis also, um, and Mariella, the only trainee, and me, the only German. Oh. So that, and that first week was really nice because everybody got along really well. And us, Santiago was a nice place also. And then we just kind of went, like, we had basically classes in the morning for us to learn how to teach um, and after that one week we were all sent to our respective places uh, within Chile. Ah, so where did I you go? To, I went to La Serena, that's kind of that's six hours uh, north from, 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 from Santiago. It's just at the start of the Atacama Desert basically. So you still, it's getting real dry and there's ba barely any rain. Oh. Um, but it's still, you still have veg some vegetation. So that's, um, it's a nice place. It's right at the sea. Yeah. Um, it's, so it's a, it's a nice, serene place. Um, that's how, hence they call it La Serena. Okay. Um, and well, Mariella, she went even further, Mariella, my wife, now she went even further north. Um, and there was basically no vegetation at all anymore. because Really? Desert. Yeah. Wow. So that's, so that's uh, that was. Even, I think that was actually a little difficult. So from from Trinidad, where there's all sorts of uh, forest, yeah, rainforest, cool and, and yeah, rainforest, beautiful and, and colors, color Yeah. <laughs> where there's 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 nothing. Wow. <laughs> no more birds. Only some ravens, maybe. Ravens. So, <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, and then plus it. And then, yeah, then I started teaching in this, in this, oh no, actually first story I have to tell when I, yeah, when on. I, when I, when I entered, uh, when I first day in, in Chile, um, I, I was walking through the streets, enjoying life, um, <laughs> looking for, for, for the way on my, on my, on my phone. On, um, and then I felt like some, something hit me on my back, like I felt something, uh, but I just continued walking, so I'm almost at the hospital anyways. <laughs> then... Then some guy, some old dude, approached me and said, uh, "You have virgin on your on your on your backpack. Uh, you, should, you should clean that." And he said, "I help you cleaning. I help you cleaning up." And so I, I was kind of confused. Everything went too fast. First day in South America, yeah, yeah. going on, and he seemed like a friendly old dude, speaking really good English. Mm. Um, uh, but then we went into kind of like an turned into some alley on the side where he, he put down my, my backpack and he just kept saying, put down your backpack, put down your backpack. And he put my, um, I had my a big backpack in the back and a small backpack in the front and front. 
and uh, put ball, put down both backpacks. He kind of put the small backpack behind my big backpack, uh-huh. and then he said he he'll get them help. Um, then he took my small backpack with where was all my belongings in there, like my passport, <clears throat> my my iPad, my my I had another phone just for the travel like actually and SIM card, all sorts of things. My my wallet, oh. um, and he took and he took that and stole it and he jumped in right into a taxi. Went like. Only clicked when he saw him jumping into the taxi. That what happened, and he then he just stole my all my things. Basically, I was like without anything the first day in South America. Oh my god! And I was like, shit, that sucks, real but bad. That's not a good. That's not a good start. <laughs> that was a terrible start. That was a really bad start. So what? So, what, uh, what did you have to do? Like you, that, you, everything, like your most important things were in that bag. Yeah, all the like. I was, of course, kind of an idiot how going into South America, like basically showing off here European with all sorts of things without my gadgets <laughs> and also having everything in one bag. Mm. Um, doesn't mean that you shouldn't do that. So everybody listening to that, don't um, have all your belongings in one bag. Yeah, kind of try to put them everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So if something gets stolen, let, don't, let's not have everything stolen. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, but I was a little lucky that, you know, I was in this program. So basically I had people to help me and I had a place to stay for the first week. Mm. Um, we had a whole, play, whole, like a whole week in this hostel. And so then the, the people of the program, they helped me with going to the embassy of the German embassy, getting a new passport. Um, going to the police, filing a report, even though that was kind of pointless because they <laughs> back. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) but yeah but i and another like a guy helped me out with um my brother sent me some money through western union but i I didn't have a passport so i normally could not receive that so i had some people helping me out with that but like he was sending through to them so i was taken care of in that way and that was nice like even when we went out and i didn't have any money they, like everybody would chip in and buy me drinks. So that was kind of a nice community feeling. Yeah, that's good. Nice. We that's all good. just met, you know, we're all people we, from different places and we just met to um, and, and, and come together in this program. And, but it was really nice that everybody was just helping me right away. So, so that was the <clears throat> start to South America. So what, like, how how did you feel after that? Was you was you thinking this is a bad idea, or, or was you like? No, I I don't know. I wasn't deaf even. That, I was like shit. That sucks. Um, and I was of course pretty. I was pretty pissed. Yeah. Um, I was also like, what to do now? But I still, I don't know. I wasn't that down either, though. I felt like okay, that that's it is what it is in a way. Yeah. I was pretty quickly getting to that conclusion. It is what it is. Now let's see what we can do. You know, I can't um, can't change that anymore. Let's treat, see how I make the best out of it, anyways. Now. Yeah, you've you've never been the type of person. I've never seen you really get down, down. When I'm yeah, I don't hold a grudge for long, and I can't no. be angry for too long. I think I'm like then then. What's what's the purpose of that? It's, yeah, exactly. Um, That's a nice, It's a good um, it's a good trait to have. It's a good good character. <clears throat> Um, yeah, but then after that, after like after Santiago for the first week, every, when everybody went after one week, where everybody left to their places, there where they were sent to, 
and uh, but I stayed out, stayed behind for one more week because I had to figure th some things out with the embassy and those kind of things. Yeah. And then one week later, I went to Las Serenas to uh, to start my my teaching time. Yeah. And that was also an experience in itself again because I <laughs> was teaching at a at an all girls school. Oh. And. <laughs> And that was <laughs> amazing because, like, all of us, like, you're the one young male teacher that goes to that school. So, like, them girls are like, what all are they? Like, they're from 11 to 16, and they're yeah, all nuts. Yeah. I have oh. no idea how crazy girls are. <laughs> 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 completely nuts. They have no oh. normal thought in that. Like, they just is the funniest thing. <laughs> so, like, I didn't know what to deal with it at first because, like, they just like first of all teaching anyways is something and then uh, teaching different ages like yeah. the young girls they need some completely different type of attention they need like energy all the time and when i tried to do that with the older ones they were like but that's not cool i'm doing <laughs> that energy thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> you need different young. teaching but styles i do my I do my makeup and then they and you know they would actively not pay attention basically <laughs> to anything you <laughs> But it was beautiful. Like I feel like it just got better over time with each class. Like they, at some point, they would just all stand up and run and and hug me, and that oh. was like really beautiful. Yeah, even yeah. though I always had to tell, yeah, stop, stop now, and like we can't wait to teach. <laughs> yeah, we're English, but that was beautiful. You know, I love a lot of really nice moments, and I really I kind of miss my students. Like I had a I feel like that was really. I don't know. It's a nice bond to have as a teacher with your students, especially the ones which are like some harder nuts to crack. You know, some. Um, I think I had it easier because I had it as like Chilean teachers, for example, because I had a different way. I had a, like a, why my task was basically to have a fun English class, not like the typical grammar yeah. vocabulary, but I would just have like try to train the listening and. That way we would make it kind of fun anyways. We would listen to music and we kind of have like try to just have conversations depending on how things are and how the students are. So that was nice. That was really good because I think we could pretty quickly have a good, yeah, I don't know, a really good relationship. Okay. So, um, so you're in Chile, you're teaching. What, um, did, you have, did you go anywhere? Did you see any sites that you, should, that you would recommend to, say, if I was going to Chile? Where would you tell me to go? Um, I didn't go to the south, which is probably like really beautiful also. Where I've only heard good things. Um, Santiago is an amazing place to begin with. Like Santiago is a really nice city. I really liked it there. Um, Valparaíso is super cool. It's that's a city. It's going up and like it's it's at the near the sea, but then there's. It's it's on mount on on hills basically like it's always wherever you go it's pretty steep, okay. And on all like the whole place is full of really beautiful murals, like and uh, Chile generally has a lot of murals, but Valparaíso especially so like it's art all over the place and that's really nice. Like it's a the place in itself without this art wouldn't even be that nice, but because of that it just makes it a really special and interesting place yeah it makes or, it, like yeah each house has has a mural each every corner is full of 
painted basically colors and pictures and yes and everywhere like i think it's kind of i'm not sure why it came how it came about like that but that makes it like actually pretty interesting place so um, and what what was the uh, food like what was what was you eating there hmm? what was like food in chile like what was the what food? did you the food food the food uh <laughs> well um i like I, my when i lived it i lived with a family uh my and my like a like an Chilean family that's where i was uh, staying they oh. and the had... mom the, my host mom she was cooking pretty well i actually liked her food a lot um yeah so you had traditional chile so you lived with a Chilean fam- fam- family i lived with a Chilean family oh exactly. wow that's so cool but it was part of a Chilean family so that was cool like it's I've, like living in a Chilean family like it's you can have a jackpot but you can also have like not the best yeah it really depends if you how how things go um and i was you know i was i think i didn't have to hit the jackpot but i wasn't, wasn't that bad either yeah. like it was it was a nice it was a, in between, was good in between. you had a, yeah it was yeah good enough to stay there for a while but eventually also feel like i don't know it's uh you got some kind of independence also again um but especially for learning spanish or so what i was really good good way because my host mom she didn't speak any english that's generally good because most people there don't speak good english yeah so that way you can really quickly improve spanish how long was you uh, out there i was there for, for how long like four or five months four, like five. That. Not, not, not that long actually It I feels like, like I experienced a lot in like a short time. Yeah, it feels like when I used to watch like see you on Facebook and see like little updates. I thought you was out there for at least a year. No, no, not that long. I wish because then my Spanish would be way better. <laughs> because my like it's uh, I, I I think I was at a pretty good level when I left, but then like since then I couldn't practice anymore basically and it's yeah. kind of vanishing. But I'm sure when I return or when I go Spain again or so then Ooh. then I can like pick it up pretty fast. What's the top football team in Chile? The football team. What? Yeah, who's who's the top? Who's the top team? There's there's two teams basically and everybody is fan of either either one. It's La U or Colo Colo. Colo Colo. Uh, those are the two 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 teams. And, and like the first thing everybody asks you is who do you like La U or Colo Colo? And like and when you see La U then the people who support Colo Colo are pissed and when you say <laughs> Colo <laughs> everybody all the who people are first. So but I feel like it's really basically everybody is a fan of one of those teams. Yeah, I guess yeah. I feel like nobody else is supported. That's how it is sounded to me. Oh really? Um, yeah, I think I would have liked Colo Colo because it just sounds nicer. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the the but well, you can't make it right with those kind of things. So you, well, didn't, yeah. you, you didn't get robbed again when you was out there. No, I didn't get robbed again. No, <laughs> I, even though on my last day in in Ting, there was wow well, that happened. What was oh yeah that like basically came back to bite me again. My oh, last wow. day was I was I was in 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 Peru. Traveled me and Mariela. We tra- went after this whole thing. We traveled together from from Santiago down down uh, north and up north. And then to through Bolivia and and then to through Peru and uh, ending up in Lima. 
Oh, wow. And so my la- our last station was Lima. But uh, what I had was my, I had a temporary passport, which apparently is pretty good to, to use everywhere. Um, part of, apart from trying to go through the US, of course, because they like to have the special rules and uh, guidelines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, then I, what happened? I, I, I did, I didn't have my real passport, so I needed to get a visa. So like I only found out about that last, basically last day, wasn't really concerned about anything. I was traveling, I was like, all right, let's have a good time. Then <laughs> didn't think about that. Um, last day, I was rushing to the, to the American embassy to get a visa, embassy closed, couldn't do it anymore. Oh. Next day I tried to get on the plane, they don't let me on the, um, let me on the plane. So I, I was staying for like two days or so in the, in the, in the, in the, in the Lima airport and two nights uh, because there was, I, I had to, to get, uh, what was it? I couldn't, I, don't, I didn't have a credit card, so I couldn't, couldn't buy another, another just another ticket. Yeah. Um, I, I also, I, I didn't want to just, I couldn't, like, I just tried to figure things out at the airport. I thought like be staying at the airport is the best, best bet. <laughs> um, then I lost my phone. What like one night, I, like it must have what? slipped through one of my holes. In my, <laughs> so I couldn't communicate with my family anymore. <laughs> so, um, I was, and then I befriended some basically, um, they basically befriended, um, some like basically the, the some tr- like some ladies from a travel agency working in the thing, and they felt really bad for me. Yeah. So I could always use their their the computers. And, oh, that's nice. That's and, nice. And they were actually really friendly to me, so I had a had a connection with some people at the airport. So that was nice. So you um, you, <laughs> you lived in the airport for two days. <laughs> yes, I felt like once you catch me if you can, one of those uh, those. Yeah, things. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. And I was so tired and like it just, but eventually my brother got me, um, he booked me, a, he, my brother booked me a plane ticket, but something went wrong. Like oh. I get up the next morning, he says like, he got, I, I booked your plane ticket. I get up in the morning and then something went wrong. And it's like, I'm losing my shit because I couldn't communicate. So I had to always walk through the, to the, to the travel agency, agency people. And they, <laughs> <laughs> you know, can I use your uh, computer again <laughs> to communicate with my family? But then oh. they also like they were of course not online all the time because yeah. it's a time difference and everything. I couldn't just block the computer all the time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Shit. But eventually I got on a plane and I got I went back home. Actually I went to 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 Portugal to because my parents were there. Oh, so you went and met, met your parents and I met my parents there. I was so tired. I felt like I was like I didn't sleep for like five hours, five, five, like five <laughs> days. So, it was just like such a, uh, like such a trip, but <laughs> that's crazy. So where yeah. was you? Where were you supposed to be going before? Instead of going home, was you? Was you going to? No, the I was always supposed to go uh, Portugal, but I wanted just had to pass through the US, like just like a layover through oh. going through Miami, I think. So um, and I, I didn't think about it. I thought like like um, like I'm I'm not actually staying there. I don't yeah. I only want to quickly the airport for a little bit and I could enter Bolivia, could enter, uh, I could enter uh, Peru, I could enter everywhere, went so far. Just not the US. With that passport. And so I thought like, right, but like I didn't even assume there could be an issue because I wasn't staying in the US. But yeah, yeah, I, didn't, I, 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 was. I didn't know you, they, 
I thought when you have a like a layover, there's no issue. I I, I just thought. Oh, the, with the US, there is because you need some kind of. You always need to fill out some kind of form, um, or some kind. Of, it's basically a layover visa in a way, like yeah, something yeah. like that. That's crazy. And I couldn't, I can't, couldn't get that with the passport I had. Like you can only get that with a, a actual passport, or you get a actual visa in my passport. But that I couldn't do. Um, and that didn't work out in at the time. So like it was too short of it. Wow. And yeah, it was, that was not so nice. Yeah, it doesn't sound good. It doesn't <laughs> sound good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but before that, I had a good time. You know, the booth like Peru is beautiful. It's really good food. Like I can really recommend Peruvian food. Mm. Um, compared to Chilean food, I have to say, it's way better. Oh. Apart from my host mom's place, I wasn't the biggest fan of Chilean food. Like Ooh. Chilean's probably gonna kill me for that. Yeah, you I can't go back gonna... to Chile now. You can't go back. Yeah, I, I, I had to say like the best, the, the most famous food or like the food everybody was raving about was completo. And completo is basically like a, a hot dog, but oh. it's a hot, it's a very soft bread with some not so good sausage. And I'm I'm from a land of sausage, so I, like I, if the sausage ain't good, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, you're jerk like yeah it's not good exactly you can't you can't sell me that like that is a good good food if that's just a terrible sausage that was a soft flabby sausage i don't want that so, <laughs> so, oh yeah um but yeah that's so chilean food is is okay but i i wouldn't i wouldn't what, it's not high, that high on my list what was the what was the beer like um well, it's beer, you know. It's, it's, it's beer. drinkable. Yeah, it's beer. They're 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 more famous for their wine. Oh, like Chile yeah, has good yeah, wine. Chile, Chile good, good wine. Yeah, they have good mm. olives. You know, they have all the good ingredients. They have ingredients for all of the things. That like that's why I didn't really get why they don't have amazing food because they have the sea, they have mountains, they have um, vast lands. They have everything you need to have good ingredients for good food. But you know, that they just don't have good food. <laughs> 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 sorry sorry chili <laughs> yeah it's not against you i just didn't like it I yeah, just, yeah it's not my taste <clears throat> um so, uh, what was that it was a much nightlife out there did you go out for a drink did you i know? um yes i i i and, and santiago went out a lot that was nice we like also like with different volunteers sometimes we met up in santiago because that's kind of the the you know the, in the, in the center yeah you meet up there easily did you behave? I went out. Oh, yeah, of course. I behaved like an angel. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, it was, yeah, it was uh, like I'm going out is good. <laughs> you could go out in Chile. I just remember uh, some things in uh, Australia. <laughs> what I did? I really can't remember all of that. Oh, it's just, yeah. You used to come home with things. Like, you just go out. <laughs> oh, with the trolleys. Yeah, yes, yeah. I remember. That was awesome. Every, <laughs> every time you went out, you come back with a trolley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so weird. So weird. Ah, uh, yeah, that was good times. So no trolleys, no trolleys in Chile. I know I didn't know, I didn't bring out home any trolleys, no. <laughs> um <sighs> no, but it's nice there. Chile like going out is nice because I like they like to shake their booties and that's fun. <laughs> you know, I'm not into like they like to do like to do it in the in the Caribbean. They like to hold this whole, this whole grinding stuff. 
Yeah, I know. And I'm I not know. really in, I'm not really into that. I like yeah. I like to do my own thing. I like to just like uh, stay in life, kind of dancing in. around. <laughs> I'm half Jamaican, so I know what you mean. I know what you mean about the grind. I can't do it. It's the same with Trinidad. I don't know. Very to, close. Like, it's very close. Yes. Yeah. And it's also I can base barely do anything. I be, I just have to rub my well, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I have somebody else's ass, and I don't consider that dancing. I like to yeah. move. Like the I, shape of I know what you mean. I, I I agree. I agree. To be fair, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we go back to go Trinidad, we have a big big wedding in Trinidad coming up. Then, well, it was supposed to be uh, soon actually, and in May and end of June, but that's postponed because of this whole Corona thing. Yeah. But yeah, when I um, so when when we go there, like she always tell me, you you can't dance like you normally do. <laughs> uh, you have to you have to do you have to do the winding and grinding and all them things. But I, you know. I say can't do that. The, that's I not love, in my DNA. I, I can't. love that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a little, a bit of a, you know, um, culture clash in our <laughs> little family here. Yeah. Uh, so you've you've been to Chile. You've taught. You've you've done some. You went to Peru, Bolivia. Um, yeah. You had a good time. You've come back home. What was I, next? What was next? I was next, um, well, then I went to Birmingham. Afterwards, ah, I went to, went to Birmingham. I studied there. My, my hometown. Yes, your beautiful hometown. What, what, um, what did you think of Birmingham? Um, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I, like, I thought I, I was, I liked the university mm-hmm. and I liked the canals a lot. You know, like that, those areas, I really thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, as, yeah. Like, as, I watched Peaky Blinders, so I'm like, and I love Peaky Blinders. So walking around the canals was awesome. Yeah. And yeah. I felt like they had some really beautiful areas. You could like really discover things. Mm. And if you go out a little bit, it actually gets beautiful pretty quickly, I find. I feel bad. I feel bad because I could have, I should have, not could have, I should have taken you out. I should have taken you to all the, the spots in Birmingham. I should have, you know, I should have took it. I should have taken you out, man. I didn't. Ah, yeah. I know. Next, next time. Maybe, yeah. maybe whenever I come back. Yeah, exactly. There's always a next time. But I, I mean, it was, it was one year that went by so fast. Though I feel like one had doing a masters for in one year is just too quick. Like I just, I felt like at the first first six months, I was just so involved in my studies, trying to get wrap my head around all of the those new things. Um, and then like the second part, the, when I finally got to basically really make friends with all the people in my in my studies, and then it was already over. Like mm. it was, it was going, passing by super fast. Yeah, one year is not I enough. Think, but, yeah, it's not not enough, no. But Birmingham, I feel like it's a, uh, and like the city center is of course not so be- super beautiful. I wouldn't consider it a beautiful city, but it is. It's not that bad either, though. It's it's, it's like very it's, it's very old. It's very old. That's what the uh, Birmingham's a very old place. It's um, it was the yeah in- industrial capital of like of the UK at one point. Like that's where industry happened that's where everything was made like the industrial revolution was in birmingham well and, and the surrounding areas so and it's and it's never really changed but if you go to birmingham now i can't remember how long it, it's been since you've been there but they've really the city center's changed so much it's so modern now mm-hmm. yeah they've got uh, trams going through the center they've built everything up they've changed everything facelift it looks it looks quite nice now yeah, I find so too. Like, I think because I think I came right right after that, basically, 
And I thought they really made an effort to make things nicer or, or different, modernize them in a way, but also mm. not just modernize them for the sake of modernizing, but actually try to put an, an effort into, I don't know, having some interesting architecture there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of different places where like they tried to go for something different. Um, and so that was nice. And I don't know, Birmingham had some, like my a place where I would definitely stay forever but it's it's not bad though like uh, it's it's well, uh i moved away it, because uh <laughs> i don't live in birmingham anymore <laughs> yeah, you, but where you live now um uh, just outside of a place called worcester oh yeah so, but that's close to, close to birmingham yeah it's, it's not too far yeah that's just there right yeah from 40, uh, half an hour 45 minutes depending where you yeah, go yeah I, I know i know worcester is worcester sauce from worcester yes all right. See. Do, you, do you like <laughs> Worcester? Do you, do you like Worcester sauce? <laughs> yeah, why not? It's not why not? not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So where you? Um, so what did you do after Birmingham? You worked again? Uh, yeah. No. Then I was actually looking for a job for a while. I want to. Not... Did, you, did you have any trouble in Birmingham? Was you okay? No trouble. No, I was not. Not. No, I know actually what my laptop got stolen there. Oh, through yeah, my, sorry. Through, yeah. The, through the window. Yeah, that was that was not nice too. Yeah, another, hmm. another everyone, theft everyone, happening. Every, yeah, everybody robs you. Yes, <laughs> such a, a peace loving guy, and then people keep stealing my things. Oh, you need to take <laughs> care, you need to take better care. Uh, who could have thought like people steal things through the, like it wasn't even open. And they just steal it through the window. Especially in like a, in a university halls, you don't think anybody at university is going to rob anybody. So yeah, but 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 that's why probably the the thief thinks too. Um, and he just uh, I think so. There's all only gullible students. I could easily take advantage of them. Yeah, advantage of them, which is probably the case. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Mm -hmm. So after you yeah, looked so for a job, where where was the next place you went? Uh, well, I, I did my master thesis in. In Trinidad, in Trinidad, I did my yeah, I did my 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 field studies basically. So I, I got paid by the University of Birmingham to to <laughs> they funded my my study my field trip basically. Wow. So I could go to Trinidad That's and incredible. study ecotourism. So that was also nice because I could just actually very nice places because they're all ecotourist sites. That's awesome. <laughs> so I did that. And interview and people. That was and nice. That's where, and that's where your wife lived. Yeah, uh, coincidentally. Coincidentally. <laughs> <laughs> so, but so, she, that was a girlfriend at the time, um, and then because that was really like we didn't see each other for so long. Almost, I was almost here at the time. So, like, oh, I like, had to go there to really make the relationship work, and it was really nice. And, yeah. Was, so get, just to be together again and to just see, also see the country, get to know a family. Yeah, this is what I wanted to talk about. Like, I want a lot of people when they travel, you go to South America, you go to Australia, New Zealand, and Asia. But like, you don't hear of many people going to the, the Caribbean islands. You don't see people actually traveling the islands unless they go on just just on holiday and they just stay in the hotels. Yeah. They don't leave the yeah. hotels; they just stay on the complex. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, what was what was Trinidad like? Ah, Trinidad is, if I, uh, Trinidad. My favorite thing is the people, probably, but that's also because I got to know all of them through Mariella. 
Yeah. Um, it was awesome, and uh, well, for the first thing, like when we, I, when I visited her officially, I couldn't, of course, because it's a conservative society in a way. Mm. Of course, couldn't stay in, in the same room with her at the same at the time. But like, I had to stay at the grandfather's place. Oh, so, cool. That's crazy. I was staying at the granddad's place, and she was staying with her her um, family. But I think I was just being nice. Um, so, I, like during the day, Mariella went to; she had to go to work. Um, and I kind of got along well with the mother and the sister. Yeah. And you know, they basically they know what's going on, but they can't just say it like openly. Like they can't just like no, can't sleep <laughs> in the same room because then what everybody will think. And yeah. So, yeah. I understand. I understand. Yeah. No. I know. That's how it is there. So. But I got to um, got along with them pretty well, so I I was allowed to move into their house. So I was basically sleeping in the in my in her sister's room, mm. um, and Mariella was sleeping in. No, I was sleeping in Mariella's room, and Mariella was sleeping, um, in the, in, in, together with her sister in, in one room, um, and then she would sneak over every night. <laughs> <laughs> But that was not, nobody knew about that. So, you know, that's not okay. <laughs> I'll cut that out of the podcast so they never find out. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, probably going to be part of my wedding speech. <laughs> oh. We did it. Where did you have your wedding, uh, actually? Where did you have your wedding? In Munich. In, in, How did like you? Where I'm from. Oh. Yeah, but it was, it was a small thing, just with the family, basically. Yeah. Did you uh, get there from, with their family? Did their family come over? Did her family come over? Yeah, Maria's, Mariela's mother and her sister came over. Oh, beautiful. And so that was nice. That was, it was a really nice day. Like, nice, quaint thing. And just in this city council place. Yeah, nothing um, big. But the ceremony was even, even that small ceremony was nice. You know, it's a special moment anyways. And afterwards, we uh, drank some champagne and like in like some marketplace. And then we went to... Um, then we went to a restaurant and had like nice food there. My parents um, were basically hosting that. Oh. And that was nice. That was a beautiful day. And we were supposed to have this big wedding coming up um, now um, in Trinidad with like, and Mariela's family is huge. Yeah. I, I think it's just like 100 people, only her family. Wow. Uh, it's, a, it's a crazy family. Her granddad has 10. I think it's 10 um, 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 kids. Yeah. So, um, to be fair, so like, that, it's, there's it's, billions of people, just family. Yeah. I've got cousins and uncles and family I've never met in Jamaica. So many, so many, but I've never I met imagine. them. So. That must be awesome to meet them, though. Yeah. Yeah. One well, day. Got, I need, yeah, I need to go there one day. Have you been to Jamaica yet? You haven't? Nah. I've oh, only man, been you should I, go. The only island I've been in the Caribbean is um, Dominican, the Dominican Republic. All right. Man, yeah. that, when we have our wedding, um, you are officially invited, of course, um, to come to Trinidad. Um, oh, and yeah. then you should go, like, and then maybe you can hop, just hop, uh, because it's over, almost there anyways, then you go to Jamaica. Yeah, man, let me know, let me know when it's happening, and uh, we'll fly over. Nice. And I'll, sh I'll, sh I'll show you how to grind. <laughs> Oh God! I don't want to see you doing that. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes hurt already. <laughs> oh.
so anyway, did how did you uh how did you find like life in Trinidad? Yeah, it's great. It's nice. Like I, what I was, I, I had a really like the first time I was there. I basically did research for my master thesis. That was like the actual like I really had to do that. Like it was not just a cover up. Yeah. So I was most of the time I was like going places, um, small like small. Um, owners of some ecologists or people that do some eco adventure trip kind of things and interview them and either Mariela's brother or her, her sister I would tour around there because Trinidad is basically oh, I have to drive everywhere you can't just um, take public transport it's, it's very country isn't it it's just in. country everywhere <clears throat> yeah exactly it's a lot of rainforest all over the place yeah. um, and so you basically have to take a car and so they took me most places and that was nice too kind of like that that way i got to bond with both of them um and they're both really cool and that was and they kind of got to see also my work and that way i think they also got to learn a little bit about their own country again yeah yeah they, yeah like you so many things you don't know where you're from like all those small eco eco tourist places and they're they're nice and they have like all their little problems also because they don't get like it's just for example i don't know like the roads are shitty so it's hard to get to a lot of the, the those areas like it's from 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 the airport it takes mm. forever to to get to those countryside eco ecotourism places or from port of spain where there's like that's the capital and there's most of the the things you would buy it takes like a day to go back and forth so like those kind of problems they would also hear people talk about so i think that was actually some interesting for them too okay that was nice it's a really rewarding experience i would say because every day you i would go somewhere and listen to people and hear what they have to say about their and they would really be really happy to talk about everything because like normally they're not like the people there I don't know where people go to, to to them and listen to their problems or listen to their what their everyday life. Yeah. Because that like I don't know. That's not the first thing people do like to talk about the uh, I don't know like the the mate in the in the in this little place. Yeah. It was nice for me to actually give them that because I was generally interested and I think they also felt that and they were like really happy then easing up and keep like talking. And so that I think I got some really good experience with that, and then also it helped with my masterpieces in the end. Like that was, even though that was in the least important thing for me, just the, like the like how good my masterpieces will be, but it actually helped because uh, like it really helped with the product at the end. Yeah. So uh, what was the what was the <clears throat> what was the food like in Trinidad? Because I, I've always wondered what it was like outside of Jamaica. Because I've grown up with like rice and peas and your jerk chicken and ackee and saltfish and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, saltfish, they have saltfish too. Yeah, they have oh. a lot of, they have like my, Mariela's mother, she cooks awesome. Like her food is amazing. Yeah. They have uh, curry crab, that's my favorite, oh. favorite dish. Sounds nice. Uh, curry crab is awesome. They have, um, they have, I don't know, they have a lot of curry because there's a big Indian community. So I think that's just a big part of their food. Um, they they cook a lot of chicken, um, probably like most Caribbean islands. Uh, yeah, but chicken similar. is a big, big. Yeah, they they 
really good kingfish. King, like kingfish is the main fish, at least Maria's mother cooked. Mm-hmm. And that was really nice too. Oh, they have like, then they have some nice street food. Uh, what they call that again? They basically have like, it's some meat sauce and then you put that into a, like a, in a beak or something like that. And then you, it's like, and then you eat it. And it's, it's pretty messy when I eat it, I ate it at least. <laughs> but it's really tasty. It's, they have really good stuff. Like Trinity, Trinity food is really good. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Caribbean is just good for food in general. I think the Caribbean is just. I could much. imagine. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, yeah. Any, if, any, if it's anything like Trinity, then it must be. And I think, I think that's what the Caribbean just has so much. Um, yeah, had influence from all over the world because of like colonial, yeah. colonialism and people coming over and bringing. That's why, that, that's why um, a lot of the Caribbean. Uh, food is kind of uh, curried like like from from India had so much yeah because a, a lot of it was based from India a lot of it come all the uh, the curry powders and stuff come over from India that's where they got some mm-hmm. of their their uh, flavors from so yeah I, I didn't know that there's such a big Indian community in almost all like in most Caribbean islands but in Trinidad especially so mm. Trinidad is basically fifty fifty. Um, it's weird in Jamaica, Jamaica they have a, a Chinese, a very high Chinese population there. All right. Yeah, okay. it's weird. So well, weird. that's just a probably cheap labor brought from wherever at yeah. the time when they want to do that field work anymore. And then it's like, let's bring somebody else in. Yeah. That was <laughs> probably the idea. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so after all this. Yeah, after have... all this. Murray came to, to Germany. Couple, like that was like always some trips to like back and forth. I went to Trinidad again. She came to Germany, but eventually, um, like our next big destination was she had something co- coming up in in Japan. So she she was working as a lawyer for basically two years, one wow. and a half. Years. And and when she went back, so she's a lawyer. Incredible. But then she wanted to have like a new experience again, uh, do something different. And so she went to Japan to study, to teach English again, to teach English there. Oh, um, awesome. And I, I was like looking for a job at the time and I was like, all right, let's, let's see what I can find. And I thought like, I, I was looking for things in Japan. I just couldn't get through with anything. Mm. And then I was, um, but then I got something in Vietnam. And I was like, okay. Then let's take that. That's the, yeah, the it's close enough. Best thing. That's the closing. <laughs> it's not that close if you look at it. Uh, yeah, no, but it's, it's not that close. But, but it's like it was like at least closer to Germany, so that's a step forward. <laughs> um, and it was awesome. Like it was, but it was also actually it helped because we had relative like relatively same time zone. More mm. or less. I, I'm not sure exactly how what time difference was, but it's probably not too drastic. Yeah, one or two, maybe three hours. Yes, something yeah. like that. Not too much, like two hours, I think. Mm. But <clears throat> that was nice. And the the well, and I worked in Hanoi at a at a foundation, German political foundation. Basically, the, what they do is help with them. Um, I don't know what they do, like they try to bring different stakeholders together to talk about some development issues, try to help the parliament set up a bit of better, like they have a parliament even though it doesn't have much power um, and most people are not, uh, most people are pre-selected who gets in there basically. Mm. But in any case, they, we, they help the parliament to get like a more better 
a long-standing body so it can grow as an institution and eventually maybe have more power. But, uh, but Hanoi is a crazy place. I think Hanoi is probably the craziest place I've been. Like it's even crazier than Istanbul. It's just full of scooters. It's just the, the you can't even call it traffic because it's just complete. It, and at first it looks like complete chaos. Eventually you kind of get to understand how things work. Yeah, yeah. I've been, to, ba- then, I've been to Bangkok and it's kind of, Similar, it's similar. But it's just it's a, it's a, it's incredible. It's just yeah. an, an insane place. It, it is once you yeah. So what was your experience? What was it? What? How did you feel when you was in Hanoi? Like what? what it's it just when it's, I visited South East Asia, it's just it's totally it's different. Like and when you it's say, completely different. It's yeah. it's everything is culture shock. Basically, everything is a culture shock. <laughs> like it's uh, every like it's just the, the traffic at first. Then it's um, but well, it's but I kind of relatively quickly kind of got used to all of this because I started working there, so I had like a I wasn't necessarily traveling right away. I bought at, at in the beginning I was working, and then I just kind of get accustomed with like daily life there. So I had a daily routine in Hanoi. So I basically within that craziness, I had a pretty stable life in a way. Yeah. Have I found a place which was really nice with a couple of the other, couple other dudes. So I had a had a that was nice. Then I was um, riding my scooter to work, riding my scooter back from work, and that's that that that's kind of a stressful experience each time you yeah. go on the scooter because you feel like all right, wow. like, you drove a scooter. Get, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I drove a scooter every day. Yeah, but it's like you get real fast at the end. At the end, I was uh, like, I think it's I think a good time I have left. Because I was getting too fast at the end. I was like, I was overconfident. So better think <laughs> Good thing I left. Oh, uh, not much longer. I could have like, easily. Uh, but then once you go out, like once you leave uh, Hanoi, even though Hanoi is beautiful and really interesting and the food is amazing, there's so, like, the, like, like each day I would just eat outside because it's so cheap and then each day I have like mostly have soups or so. Yeah. Cha, which is kind of like meat fried meat they put in like in a soup with noodles and it's really really nice like in buncha is like the first whenever somebody goes to hanoi especially they should go for buncha buncha is the best thing okay that's that's what i'll um, be going for and but then once you leave uh, cities you it's just really quickly turning into this just beautiful beautiful um landscapes all over the place where there's like rice paddies all over the place and there's what there's also forests behind and it's just so so beautiful and calm and it's just it's incredible it's such a yeah. nice place and like like my place i can recommend most is probably north of vietnam that's like you kind of go up the mountains and you go go to the chinese border and then I rented a motorbike there, even though I never went, uh, drove a motorbike before. So that was also an experience <laughs> again. I had this big machine, so I didn't want to go with a small motorbike. I wanted to have like a big motorbike. I wanted to have a chopper uh, or something like that. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> However, it's I almost crashed into a, into a truck. <laughs> but it, I survived. So, but it was so cool. Like I can, the best thing in the world to do is driving a motorbike in the in the mountains in Vietnam because it's just the feeling of freedom in a way. 
you just cruise through those places and behind each corner there's another stunning view you can't it's not even i can't describe it with words there's like each corner is different again and then it's it's just incredibly beautiful and like it's um it's just so much so much fun to just drive all day you like it just you don't want to stop it just it's incredible and through all of vietnam you can basically do that like vietnam is really easy country to travel if you rent a scooter if you want or motorbike and because it's a pretty easy to travel with that and you can and it's a like a it's a big country but it's mostly long yeah yeah. you can see most things and but just staying on like like some kind of path from Saigon or to to Hanoi or the other way around. Mm-hmm. But it's just I I can't I, you know I see it in front of my I have it in front of my eyes and it just I can't <laughs> explain it. Like they have like the DC like those still those traditional um, um, people living in the like living in the mountains. They like yeah, they yeah. they they live there for forever basically. And they have their very own customs still going on. You see the buffaloes in the fields. You Aww. see just pigs on the on the streets. Um, and then there's and then like those you did the, the the people there they have very I don't know interesting customs. For example, one um, type of people they would uh, they basically the women would do everything outside, like um, they would do all the hard work in the fields, and the the men stay home. Oh. Um, and take care of the family oh. and do cooking and those kind of things. So I was that's like, how is that? Yeah, that's that different. And that was extremely interesting. But you see all the women working super hard outside, and like, like even like old ladies, like they look like they're hundred years old, and they're still carrying like a ton of a ton of uh, um, corn or something like that, like heavy stuff. And you feel like, how how is that woman still doing that? Like that she she can't somebody else do that? And it's uh, it's and it's. It's but it's so it's such a different and beautiful place. It's like one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen is definitely the north of Vietnam, um, by the Chinese Chinese border. Yeah. Every, I recommend to everybody go there. That's the place to check out. And there's barely anybody there. You know, like north people, most places that are that beautiful, you would that would be full of people. There was nobody there. There was like there was a couple tourists, of course, but. In, it's it's a pretty pretty vast area, so mm. you would see some people every now and then, but not much at all. You had you all mostly in your on your bike or in scooter, whatever you want to use, and just see that place, and it's just something special. I'm so jealous of your wife as well because she she got to go to Japan. That's my number one. That's where. That's oh the man, place. yeah, Japan is awesome. She had a really good time there too. When mm. I visited, it was the complete opposite to Vietnam, probably because everything is so nice and neat and clean and perfect yeah and vietnam yeah. is the opposite everything is kind of <laughs> dirty and not chaotic, neat and not yeah. clean. <laughs> chaotic but but vietnam uh, japan is also yeah japan is and like she because she also went she was in touch with the culture and the people there every day so she really has some nice stories to tell in a way because she just got to know the japanese culture pretty well oh wow yeah it's uh japan is nice like i wish i could see more like i did only saw the area where she stayed and that's in the south of i think it's in south of like it's a it's an island in oh, south of yeah. japan 
I might have to talk to your wife one day about Japan. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, she's a good talk too. Okay, okay. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. So um, that was your last kind of adventure then, Vietnam. The Traveller's Tales podcast is an independent podcast created by Richard Greer and Darren Malcolm. To support the podcast, subscribe on Spotify and YouTube. Also, follow us on Instagram at The Traveller's Tales Pod and on Facebook at The Traveller's Tales. Like, subscribe and share. Thank you.